0: I'm your host, Sarita, along with my co-host, Dr. Sylvia Shipman. Welcome to a Burning Love Moment podcast. We will discuss topics associated with drug abuse and addiction, as well as assist individuals struggling with everyday life issues. This podcast is about helping you move from a place of shame and embarrassment to one of power and boldness through a relationship with God. Get ready to be equipped and empowered to take back control over your destiny. Welcome to a Burning Love Moment. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Today we will be discussing drug abuse and addiction. And I think that this is something everyone needs to hear. If it's not you, someone in your family or someone you know most likely suffered with drug abuse or some sort of addiction. Now we are aware that there are countless things that we can be addicted to, but our focus on a burning love moment is drug abuse and addiction. We're blessed because Our amazing co-host, Dr. Shipman, is a life and recovery coach. She brings just knowledge and years of experience to the table about these issues that will be beneficial to anyone who finds themselves needing help to overcome their addiction. Now, as for myself, being a former crack cocaine addict, I come from a place of being able to relate to the person who's addicted to drugs, that active user, because I personally experienced the life of a user for many years.
1: Yes, yeah, Sarita and I uh, want to see your lives transform into a more wholesome, fulfilled life, free from every addiction. We know that if you do if you do the work, you will get the results. Isn't that right, Pastor Sarita?
0: That is so true, um, Dr. Shipman.
1: So let us keep this party rolling. And so with that being said, we want to do our disclaimer, and that is we are not psychiatrists or psychologists. We are licensed ministers on a mandate from God Almighty to bless his people. Mm -hmm. Father, we love you and we thank you for this amazing opportunity that you have presented us with, that you have so brought our lives that we live the life unto you that now we can share multiple areas of our lives with others. We thank you for the impartation. We thank you for the lives being changed. And we thank you, Father God, for the knowledge that the families and individuals will get that they may apply in their lives that change will come. With your help and your guidance and the power of you, Father God, we thank you that all things are possible to him that believe it. We love you and we thank you for what you have began in each and every one of us and that you will complete until your dear son's return. This we pray and glorify you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that prayer, Dr. Shipman. You know, some of you may think that drug abuse and addiction are the same, but there is a difference. But let me be clear, both can be detrimental to a person's life. Mm -hmm. So substance abuse, that is overusing a substance or using a substance in a manner other than its intended use. Now, for an example, take a prescription drug that you have. If you take that drug more often or in higher doses than it dictates, this could be a sign of substance abuse. Now, addiction, that is a chronic disease. And that is something that is terribly difficult to control. If you want to stop and you can't seem to stop, most likely you may need professional help, but that is addiction is when it is a chronic um, disease, something that is long lasting or consistently reoccurring. Now, Dr. Shipman, is it true that someone can abuse a substance without having an addiction that's
1: true it is true um from the studies it's indicated from my training they Mm -hmm. say so but it's a thin line i like to say it's a thin line between the two Mm -hmm. because if you keep indulging in it, what's going to happen pastor serena well you
0: you you keep indulging you're gonna become addicted
1: that's it (laughs) so that's where anything so uh absolutely it's saying that it's you, you you know it is true however But if you keep treading down that path, Mm -hmm. you know what can very well happen. So, yes.
0: Okay. so and we all know that addictions can be life threatening if left untreated. Mm -hmm. Now, as a matter of fact, if 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 the listeners were to go back and listen to our very first episode where you and I introduced ourselves and our life and our walk, Mm -hmm. um, you would hear how I was delivered and set free from the addiction of drugs just by having a supernatural encounter with the Lord. And I didn't have to go see a professional counselor or check into a treatment center. And I also realized that this is not the case for all individuals, but that is my truth. And if you want to go back and listen to our first podcast, you can hear my truth of how I was set free and delivered just by an encounter with the Lord. But I wanted to let this be known. um, and, And I want the listeners out there, if anyone is dealing with drug abuse and addiction, to let them know, don't try to overcome your addiction alone. You don't have to do that. There's so many resources and, and things that you can do and people that you can turn to, organizations, treatment centers that would help you on this journey. Now, Dr. Shipman, I wanted to ask you a question. Would you say that knowing if someone crosses the line from drug abuse to full-fledged addiction is that easy for someone to detect
1: uh, yes I mean just like what you shared in your story Sarita you say you knew at the beginning that it was a problem mm-hmm. you know the moment that you use uh, crack cocaine is a problem that individual know when there's a problem now whether they want to acknowledge it or not mm-hmm. that person know within themselves that hey this has become a problem. The moment you did it this time or the second or the third or the fifth time, you knew that there was a shifting that have taken place. And yes, Mm -hmm. that person will be able to detect it. Now, those on the outside certainly can see your behavior and everything, which we were talking about all of that. You Mm -hmm. will see all kinds of traits that would take place that you know, this person have gone down a narrow path that now they need some help. You can see it, but that person also can see it and notice it as well. If they want to acknowledge the truth of the matter,
0: their truth. I I know we're going. We are going to discuss in depth um, recognizing signs and traits. But just off the top of your head, what are some signs of possible substance abuse? Signs? Um, uh, there's many
1: signs of, of of substance abuse. One of them is um, their behavior changes, mm-hmm. right? Um, the focus. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not eating. Uh, they're not responsible. I mean, it's totally a difference like day and night. Yeah. And some of these traits may happen more so uh, in others than someone else. But you would notice a change, loss of weight. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the appetite, uh, mm-hmm. their mood swings, mm-hmm. all of these things. Of course, we would talk about that later on. But right. you can definitely know that uh, uh, money. Money is a number one. Mm-hmm. They go through money like I don't. You just got paid today. Tomorrow you have absolutely nothing. All right. within hours, right? You have absolutely not nothing. That in itself is a big. Now, whether it's drug abuse or any other type of addiction that's causing you to use your your um your money that fast, you know it's a problem.
0: Yeah. You know, if 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 you suspect that a family member or a friend is struggling with drugs and our antennas should be up so that we can recognize these signs that Dr. Shipman just mentioned. And I remember sharing with a relative um, about my story and my struggle. And you know what they told me, um, the the person I was speaking with, she Mm -hmm. said, I didn't realize that you had a drug problem. Mm. And when she said, I didn't realize you had a drug problem. I told her, I said, you weren't aware of the signs. Oh, okay. And, and, and that's what she, she was like, yeah, I didn't know what to look for. You know, I didn't know, you know, what to, to be in tune for in your behavior. But on, on another note, I, I wanted to mention that, um,
1: you you know also um pastor Sarita there you know when she says she never knew what about the people that's real close they're around you almost 24 7 give or take some hours you know what I mean they live with you they're around you all the time your friends may not notice Mm -hmm. as much as those loved ones so I can see that someone, whether it's a relative, because I have relatives that really don't know me, but they're around me when we're I'm at home or whatever, but they really don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but there is some people that notice the change so easily, you know, again, denying that there's a problem, irritation of mood swings, falling to, to all your obligations. You're just not fulfilling any of them right so them loved ones around you they're gonna acknowledge that that's for sure Mm -hmm. i just want to you know recognize that because some people can say and and again you said it right they choose not to notice some people Mm -hmm. got blinders on they just don't want to see it they don't want to acknowledge it.
0: right and i I told this 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 particular cousin i I was around a lot but she just didn't know what to look for she had never experienced um being around anyone with a drug abuse um problem. So she she was just oblivious. She just did not know. And I was like, girl, I was messed up. I was messed up at that time. But she was like, you know what? I just didn't know. And I, I think that sometimes that is the case. But also, like you said, a lot of times people will have blinders on and just don't want to deal with it. But we are going to dive into Um, those traits and things um, in another segment a little bit later in in this podcast. But like I was saying, on another note, since the pandemic has appeared on the scene, Mm -hmm. addiction rate is high. Mm -hmm. It is high and it's on the rise. And many people, they are suffering psychologically they're suffering emotionally, they're suffering suffering financially. Mm -hmm. And I read an article that stated, because of the widespread unemployment and traumatic isolation created by the lockdowns, the use of opioids has rose dramatically. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but everything is on the rise, suicide, um, spousal and child abuse, as well as alcohol and drug use. So all of these things has risen since the pandemic has shown its face. And you know what, let's just be real. America has had a substance abuse problem for a major part of its history because COVID-19 is just making it worse, but America has always had a drug problem. And one survey showed that alcohol sales rose almost 30% just between the months of March and June of 2020. Just in those months that people were on the first um, lockdown and public health officials all across the country, they reported spikes in drug overdose deaths. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I said, we're doing this podcast, you're in Maryland, I'm in Toronto, and I pulled up some stats from Toronto, and it said the overall fatal suspected opioid um, overdose um, calls that were made to paramedics were 90% higher in 2020 than they were in 2019. And that was just the calls that they received. Uh-huh. They had 341 deaths in between January and September. Hmm. And all drug-related deaths in 2020 was a total of 823, which was 67% higher than it was in 2019. Wow. Now, with those numbers, this type of conversation that we're having is needed. Mm -hmm. People who are addicted to drugs, they sometimes they feel like they're isolated. Mm -hmm. They may feel like they're alone and they feel like, um, they'll be talked about in a negative way if they came forth with their issue. Mm-hmm. And I believe that we need to embrace them, show them some love, and give them support, give them the, the support that they need to overcome this struggle. I'm not saying enable them, mm-hmm. but support them um, mm-hmm. so that they will be successful in their recovery process. And, and a lot of people just think that drug addiction, alcohol addiction, is bad behavior, but it's not bad behavior. It's actually a disease and it's an illness that needs to be cured.
1: Absolutely, Serena. I call them strongholds. That's not mm-hmm. the terminology behind it because right. I do believe with every uh, force of God that reigns in us mm-hmm. that people can be delivered from these strongholds, these addictions. Yeah. Some, again, as we will get into the meat of everything can be instantly healed, can Mm -hmm. go through a process through support, uh, treatments like you mentioned earlier. However, uh, this is a great uh, moment as we're celebrating Recovery Month and talking about these great topics because we're still in a pandemic. And people use excuses, Pastor Sarita, to continue their behavior you know Mm -hmm. they you know hey Mm -hmm. we shut down so what that means i need to do something so they go to the things that make them comfy Mm -hmm. that's their comfort you know drugs and alcohol is their comfort Mm -hmm. Uh, however as you just read the numbers have spiked and now we're here to help individuals Mm -hmm. if they choose again recognizing the traits again recognizing that it's a problem we can't say it's a problem but the individual must say that there's a problem and say, okay, I've been here long enough. We we are still in a pandemic and my behavior has gotten worse. What do I do? So we're here now to talk about and help the families to be able to assist with those ones that need to come out. So this is a great topic,
0: Serena. I'm excited. Yes, it is. And a lot of people use that as a coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. And I do want to reiterate on what you said earlier, September is um national recovery awareness month Mm -hmm. and we want to recognize that that we are in September and what that is 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 that they support individuals recovering from addiction and demonstrate that recovery from addiction is possible attainable and it is sustainable Correct. everyone to know that Mm -hmm. addiction is possible recovery from your addiction is possible It is attainable and it is sustainable. And, you know, whether you have a substance abuse problem or not, we want to make you aware that this is a serious issue for many individuals. And a lot of Christian people, they don't speak out about this topic and it needs to be spoken about. And and that's what we do at Burning Love Moment. We speak out loud so you don't have to suffer in silence. Absolutely,
1: Sarita. I am excited and we're gonna be right back with this amazing continued topic so that you guys can get the nuggets that you need. Hang tight. We'll be right back in a moment. For the best
2: custom-made jewelry that showcases style and elegance, check out Ken's Jewelry at Morningside Avenue, Scarborough, Ontario. We specialize in modern, contemporary, and vintage styles all of our designs are crafted with passion using the most exquisite gemstones and diamonds jewelry has no boundaries so if you can think it we can make it check out ken's jewelry at morningside avenue scarborough call us at 416-293-7181 that's 416-293-7181 ken's jewelry
0: Are you or someone you love struggling with the chains of drug addiction? Do you feel like there's no hope or no escape from your situation? Well, my name is Sarita Jones, founder and president of Burning Love Outreach. This ministry is based upon my real life experiences, led by the Holy Spirit, I traveled from a life of darkness and despair, suffering from drug abuse and addiction to be reborn to a life filled with light, hope, and love. My goal is to see others experience that same joyful rebirth to be bigger, bolder, and more valuable than they had ever imagined. For speaking engagements that will inspire change in your community, please visit our website at burningloveoutreach.org. Remember, don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up.
3: Fire for Jesus. Love
0: moment. Welcome back. If you know someone who should be listening to this podcast, please tell them about a burning love moment on life101radio.net. Let them know that Dr. Shipman and I are being transparent about drug abuse and addiction, along with helping individuals struggle with everyday life issues. Now we're going to talk about recognizing signs and traits of someone struggling with drug abuse issues. Now, drug addiction impacts every aspect of your life. Nothing is left untouched if you are struggling with any type of substance abuse, drug abuse issues. And it it affects you physically, it affects you mentally, financially, and especially behaviorally. Now the behavior part is really and truly what bothers family and friends because the people that they know who are actively addicted behave in ways that hurt their loved ones, they jeopardize their jobs, or they may even cause harm to themselves.
1: Absolutely, Sarita, um, you are right. Um, these uh, traits and behaviors, um, addictions, the signs of drug addiction is, is more worse than others. Um, I like the testimony that you shared that you were functional, you know? So it may have been hard for many to see uh, that there was a problem. If they were look, if they had the signs to know what to look for. And these signs that we we want to share today is simply uh physical appearance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um okay. I I with my um uh clients that come in, their appearance some are well put together yes. and some are not. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that may be for someone else and may not, but your appearance, you can look even deeper to mm-hmm. like bloodshot red eyes. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I do like to talk to people and look in their eyes. It's just something about when you look in their eyes, you can just you can discern a lot of things, and also you can notice many things. So check out the eyes, also um, the skin texture, Mm -hmm. the complexion. You know, Um, I like to share this this part when I talk about complexion. When I was not had had not surrendered to the Lord, I remember my skin being uh, have outbreaks. So uh, you, whether it's on my back or my face, but the moment that I surrendered to the Lord, my whole complexion changed literally. Mm-hmm. I noticed that one thing. So I do know that again, we're talking about addiction. Uh, the signs uh, can be that skin tone, um, the the complexion. Also mm-hmm. too, those struggling with limits. that's mm-hmm. another sign. Uh, mm-hmm. they don't know to, to right from wrong can't do what is right yeah they know to do right but just can't do it just can't they struggle with them. those type of limits yes yes go
0: ahead no i was just gonna say they just can't seem to do the right thing it's like i i think about the scripture in the bible with paul It's like you know what to do you want to do the right thing but you just can't seem to do the right thing yeah. and, and that that was one of the the things that i really struggled with myself too when i was dealing with my drug abuse and and addiction to crack cocaine issues.
1: Okay, now we'll see as again, uh, cousin may cannot have saw that, you know, your relative may not have seen that part in which you thought was so revelant in your life. You just, it was not for that person to see, but you knew it was a problem. And that's what matters. All these things is for not only you to know, hey, I have a problem, but it's also for your loved ones to recognize that is a problem. Also, loss of interest could be one as well. Um, you know, falling from your desires and your passion, you no longer have that any longer. You know, yep. was that one of your uh, uh, situations with you?
0: Yes, it was. I used to, one of the things I, I'd love to do as a pastime was bowling. And I would love to go bowling. And and it would be like sometimes I have the desire to go, but you know what, I'm either either looking for my next fix or I'm coming down. Okay. And if you're looking for that next fix or you're coming down, you're not interested in doing that thing that, that you were doing. And, and it was like years. And I realized, you know what? I haven't bowled in a long time. I like to bowl. So yes, you will lose interest in things that you once had a desire or a passion to do. So that that is definitely something that I struggled with.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, now that you said that, I can look uh, back in um, my loved ones that had struggled in that area. And you know what? I'm just coming to the realization as we're talking, I can see some of these traits. That passion was one of them. Mm-hmm. Just don't want to do nothing that, you know, that they had a passion for. I just mm-hmm. I just brought that connection, as you said that, um, uh, Pastor Sarita. You know, uh isolation is another one of them. And I tell you, I've seen this with my loved ones, the isolation. When they are when they are on that high, they wanna engage. But when they're not, they go into isolation. They don't wanna have a conversation, they don't wanna see you, none of that. So I was like, why don't you always wanna talk to me when you when you lit? You know? <laughs> Right. it's so easy for them to talk when they're lit but when they're sober they do not want to be around so it could be the agitation of that addiction that's making them as we're going over right now and i say it was it is you know that can be one of the things also defensiveness you mm-hmm. know uncomfortable about topics you know yeah yes. uh, being on the, dis- the uh, defensive um edge all the time you know can't talk about this can't talk about that you know avoiding conversations uh what about those mood swings
0: yes oh that was definitely me okay definitely had the mood swings you know be high one time and i mean happy one time and then down another time usually i was down when i run out of money and don't know where i'm gonna get you know some more money from to support my habit you know that kind of takes you down a little bit okay. But, okay. but yeah the mood swings okay. I definitely had those too.
1: what about the change in sleeping you know um I I can recognize the sleeping sleepiness uh but my loved one like to roam uh all day long and then want to come in when it's time to go to work yes I noticed that pattern as well it's just many things that I'm I'm recalling now and mm-hmm. uh, we're going in depth Of these uh different uh um signs here of addiction, but the sleeping was definitely off a little bit.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, my my sleeping was off. And and for me, like in my head, it's just a lot of things thinking because my life is not going in the direction I wanted to go in. Mm -hmm. You're you're most likely behind in your bills. If you have rent or a mortgage, you're probably behind in that too. And um you just can't seem to make ends meet because you are struggling with this um problem of addiction and that's and you can't sleep i don't know about you or other people but i know when i have all this these things going on in my mind yeah. i can't sleep i cannot rest and and that's why i say when when i was set free and and god delivered me from the addiction of drugs so much peace came into my life and that's where the Bible is fulfilled because Jesus is peace, right? That's then right. That I am peace, and 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 it's it's it seems like it's so simple, but yet it's so hard for a lot of people to receive that that information, to receive the gift of our lord and savior jesus christ so we have to give him the glory because he is the one that saved me he's the one that saved you and he is the one that can save whoever is listening to this podcast
1: absolutely i always like to tell uh individuals you know hey why not go to the one that designed you and connected you? why not i mean we we take the car to the mechanic to the mechanic you know we do all these things because hey this is what they do you know, right. we we'll take something back to the shop or the place where we purchase it because it—I got it from them. But right. why not we go to the one that know everything about us and can set us free? Because your testimony and I have my own testimony as well. God set me free in so many areas in my life, and He can do right. the same for you. So you know, we are talking about signs of addictions. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just a little surface, but we said this so that your eyes can be open so that now you can come into the knowledge that, hey, enough is enough. I yes. need some help. I've been yes. down the road doing this, you know, the rehab. I've been there. I've been in these groups and I'm not getting what I want. Well, not try God, not mm-hmm. try Holy Spirit. Just open your heart up and say, Lord, I need you set me free. It's not yes. hard. Just those yes. few little words. Cry out to him and he will answer. So Sarita, thank you for sharing that, uh, those great nuggets. We dare not want to let them know how they can get set free uh, from these signs of addiction. But what about the flip side of that, Sarita? The mm-hmm. trait of addiction.
0: Yes. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. Compulsiveness.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Repeating a bad, ha- well, we're going to say a bad habit. I'm putting a bad habit in there. <laughs> it can be good. It can be bad. Yeah. But repeating a behavior over and over May be caught in a cycle and hard to stop. Okay, <laughs> so these th- this is when you find yourself again, like you were re- you know referring to Romans in the seventh chapter. What I want to do, I find myself not, so I keep doing the same old thing. Keep doing the same old thing. I want to come out, but I, that that I find to do right, I find it hard to do. That that you know. This is that compulsiveness, you know, yes. repeating that habit over and over and over again, mm-hmm. knowing that you're in a hard cycle and it's, it's hard to stop. Yes. So um, we always like to call a spade on somebody else. And that person is not ready to call a spade on themselves. So sometimes we're just talking, wanting them to get help. Okay, can you hear me talking to you? You got a problem. You got a problem. Can you see this behavior You keep doing it over and over and over and over again. Every time you get paid, you're going to gambling. Every time you get paid, the next hour, you have no money. Do you not see that this is a, a compulsive behavior that you're doing? What is it that you're doing? Are you screaming and hollering? And they ain't even trying to hear it yet. Right. Okay. So these are some signs that you can notice. What about that impulsiveness behavior? Can't control their impulses.
0: Yes, yes. Did that, you know what? It's it's amazing um, that we give into these traits, and people who do not, as we were talking earlier, Sylvia, people who do not know us don't pick up on it, but those that know you, they will start picking up on these behaviors, especially if you're being impulsive, and if you weren't an impulsive person, you know, before your addiction, so this is definitely a a sign to be in tune to and have your antennas up. Yeah. Uh, in this area.
1: Absolutely. What about those individuals that feel as though they're in control mm-hmm. all the time and knowing you're not in control? I mean, it's, I call it denial, really, you exactly. know, but you see that, oh, I'm in control. I'm, I'm getting up, going to work every day. Yes. I have my responsibilities. I'm doing what I need to do. And you're like, how in the world you say you're doing what you're doing? You didn't make your appointment last week, you right. know? You didn't you did not take out the garbage that you supposed to. You said you was, but you're not doing it. You know, just feel as though I mean control I'm being responsible. You telling you, you're telling the individual, you've been and you're telling yourself are being responsible and knowing you're off your game.
0: Right, exactly. And you know what? I believe you just hit the nail on the head. You're off your game. Mm-hmm. You are not the person uh, mm-hmm. that you normally would be if you were not addicted or using um, drugs. And, um, and, and a lot of people are in that place where they think that they're in control, but their life, what, what you're seeing in their life is that they are totally out of control. And that was me. I believe I was wearing a mask and people would look at me because I was a person that will always keep myself together. Um, you couldn't look at me and tell that I was on drugs, but if you were aware of the science and the traits you would have known. And, but I, Sometimes people don't let others get that close to them because I kind of, like you said, isolated myself. I didn't let myself go around individuals um, when I was actively using. I was actually a user who used by myself. I didn't, okay. didn't, didn't use drugs with anybody else. It was all by myself. And actually, most people who knew me would, if you were to say to them that I was on drugs, they would probably tell you, no, she's not on drugs. Mm-hmm because that's just how isolated I was. Mm -hmm. I never went around individuals until I had come down I could get myself together, uh, pull myself together and looked as if everything was okay when things were not okay.
1: Wow, wow. Well, you know, uh, another one of the uh, traits could be as well is can't handle stress, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is this pandemic that's causing folk to, to go into isolation, as you said earlier. that will have you to be stressed out because you're in isolation and because such drastic change has taken place for the whole household. You know, everything is off course. And Mm -hmm. so now what do I do? I'm going back to my comfy, you Mm -hmm. know? So you couldn't handle stress before. Now you're on a whole nother level of stress. So what do you do? Well, we're here to tell you, go get you some help. Do not indulge in these behaviors and especially...
0: Hey, yes, yes. So you know what? This is such a great topic and we could just give you so much information here. We are going to shed the light upon this. Dr. Shipman and I, we have more to share with you. After we come back, we'll discuss codependency. Are you tired of struggling with lashes and lash glue? Did you throw your hands in the air and give up? Eyes on Tinky has your solution. You can apply beautiful eyelashes in seconds with liquid fire adhesive pen. Yes, liquid fire adhesive pen. For eyes that would scream, look at me. Visit eyesontinkyllc.com for all your eyelash shopping needs. Again, that is I-Z-E-Y-E-Z on Tinky, T-I-N-K-I-E-L-L-C.com. Your one-stop shopping for NYX and Liquid Fire Adhesive Pens. Let your eyes do the talk.
2: What it's like to lose everything and feel hopeless in life are you ready to rebuild your life but you don't know where to start dr sylvia shipman is a life and recovery coach counselor minister with successful years of experience helping others ignite the power of god within them with her encouragement and guidance you will be able to overcome addictions trials blockades and strongholds like never before by reshaping your mindset and transforming your life for a one-on-one consultation please visit her website at drsilviashipman.com. That's drsilviashipman.com. And you can also find her on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. With your ongoing contributions, this ministry will continue to reach many individuals. Please become a monthly partner and help us to change lives one mind at a time. This is your jubilee now. Let's walk in your destiny
0: burning love moment welcome back i pray that everyone listening is finding this topic helpful if not if it's not you but you know someone who should be listening please again tell them about a burning love moment on life 101 radio.net yeah
1: it's called dependency uh, people. So Rita, let's talk about that codependency component. Well, these are, since we've been talking about the traits and the behavior. Now let's talk about being a codependency because sometimes this is an overlooked area in with our loved ones and the people around us. Well, mm-hmm. what about having a hard time to say no? Mm-hmm. Codependency. What about mm-hmm. having poor boundaries? Mm-hmm. Short emotional reaction feeling compelled to take care of people. This codependency, you, you know, you're feeling sorry. I just want to take care of them. I just want to nurture them, okay? Mm-hmm. Having Not, a need,
0: yes, go ahead. Let me ask you a question, Dr. Shipman. You're talking about family and friends of the active user. Is this that's what correct. You're, talking? you're talking about? correct. Codependency right. friends, okay.
1: That's right. These are individuals that's in the person's life on a regular. Uh, they're involved in that person's life and they, I call them, they have blinders on. Mm -hmm. They don't want to acknowledge. They do not want to see that as a problem. Even if they do, they want to nurture it. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't know. They have a hard time saying no. Uh, Feeling compelled to take care of of that person. Okay, having a need for control, especially over others. So, yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. No, I was asked, why do you think they they feel the need to um, feel like they need to take care of them and well, rather than get them help. Give them help.
1: Mm-hmm. Because sometimes people don't want to be alone. You know, uh, this part of my help, you need me. I want to show that you need me, you know, and, and it's part of a control. And that was the next part I was going to say, you know, feeling like you're in control and um, uh, don't want to acknowledge that uh, there's a problem.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: so they rather say okay it's gonna be all right you'll you'll get better making excuses excuses. yeah making excuses you know you're talking about but you ain't talking about you're addressing it but you're not addressing it so you really is just uh nurturing the problem
0: and where they need need to be helping them get into a treatment center or get into some type of support group that's what they should they're not gonna
1: do that They're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. They're going to do everything but help you. Mm -hmm. They're going to give you the money. They're not going to hide the purse when they know you go into the purse. They're not Mm going to hide the keys when they know you drive the car when you sleep. They're not going to do all those things, even though they know. Mm
0: -hmm. They're not
1: going to hide their medicine when they know you are going in there getting them. They're not doing it.
0: Okay. Ask me why. They're helping to feed that situation. Correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: So that two person may need to. And that's why a lot of families go into recovery as well. They have uh, family counseling, group sessions for the family only because everybody has played a part in these traits and addictions. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. For that person. Yeah. So uh, having a need to, again, control over others. They have that need. Mm -hmm. Have trouble communicating honestly,
0: you know, uh, and this is not even a person with, with the issue. This is not the person with the drug abuse issue or the addiction issue. This is the family member or friend
1: that's that right.
0: we're, we're talking about right that's
1: now. Right. That's
0: right. So they do all these things not realizing they're being a codependent mm-hmm. to that active user. That's right. Do you think they, they think that they're actually helping them? Uh,
1: in their mind, they do. But mm-hmm. I always look at it as a denial uh, mechanism because I, too, was in denial.
3: Mm-hmm. When
1: I saw my loved ones, even when I heard it, I didn't want to hear it. I just shunned it like when it went, it went out the other. What I had my blinders on, I didn't want to recognize. But as I got grown and grew up and realized that this was a problem had been a problem for a long time in my loved one's life, mm-hmm. you know, I was in denial because I don't like tragedy. That was my coping mechanism. So mm-hmm. this too can be uh people that are codependency or uh, have those traits of codependency. Could be that maybe their coping mechanism that they don't want to acknowledge that it's a problem. They don't yeah. want to acknowledge that, hey, I can help this person, but if I help this person, I'm being honest and then I'm gonna hurt this person because I'm I'm confronting them. So I just rather just give in all the time.
0: Or maybe they can't deal themselves, you know, just can't deal with it. Um themselves, because I know someone whose son was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. but the parent didn't know how to deal and just could not deal with the issue of their child being an alcoholic. Um, when you say deal, what you mean? They could not acknowledge it? They, they could acknowledge it, it couldn't, couldn't, move, couldn't move forward with getting them help, getting them help. Not. actually that that parent. Um, actually confided and said, they thought it was just bad behavior. They thought that their child could just stop it, that that they could just stop using drugs and could stop drinking and that wasn't the case. And and that's what I I think a lot of people need to realize that this is actually a disease. It is an illness that needs to be cured. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's a habit that need to be cured. (laughs) Yeah, an you know, addiction. It yeah, it <laughs> really is. But you know what? We're we, are, we I, I call excuses is still in denial. You know, mm-hmm. when you see a problem, it's a problem, period. You see a thief stealing and you keep seeing a thief stealing, what are you going to say? Oh, it's going to pass? No, it's mm-hmm. what it is. It is what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. However,
1: you know, these are things that we have to be aware of and not make an excuse for our loved ones anymore. But like you said, you know, get them the help that they need. That's the hardest thing. And, and because you know why it's hard? Because you're acknowledging to your loved one, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm now telling you, you have a problem. And sometimes that type of, uh, I call it tough love, is mm-hmm. hard to administer from from to our loved one. Sometimes, yeah. okay? Also to um, uh, fixating on mistakes, feeling that need to be liked by anyone and everyone feeling the need to always be in a relationship that want to be lonely so mm-hmm. they're not going to confront it okay denying one's own need thoughts and feelings right having intimacy issues you mm-hmm. know um comf- uh come comf- uh, dis- display fear of abandonment mm-hmm. many many others um um Many traits that we see if we acknowledge that, hey, I am not dealing with the issue at hand. Mm-hmm. always just say that when there's a, and that's for anything. We, we, we're talking about substance abuse and and um, alcohol, drugs, traits, all of that. But mm-hmm. be, believe me, you're going to see these traits in any other uh, addictions. I don't care whatever addiction it is. And addiction have many faces and that's why we call it recovery, but we're, we're, this is a drug awareness month. Mm -hmm. And so we, um, we're going to stick with the topic like that, but these traits will follow in other areas. uh,
0: Yes, they will. will. So, you know what, when we come back, we're going to discuss solutions and ways to help you get on the road to recovery. Absolutely. Join us as soon as we come back
2: absolutely do you struggle with addiction issues does life seem to be passing you by burning love outreach is here to help you rise from a life of suffering torment and addiction founder and president Sarita Jones unveils her journey out loud so others don't have to suffer in silence For speaking engagements where Sarita shares her personal experiences of being addicted to crack cocaine and having numerous warrants issued for her arrest, please visit the website at burningloveoutreach.org. You can comment on the page, submit a prayer request, give a testimony, or a praise report, and they would love to have you partner with them by giving either a one-time donation or becoming a monthly donor. You can like Burning Love Outreach on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to them on YouTube and LinkedIn. Remember, don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Do you have a business to promote? Sign up now for the TLC Business Directory. Send an email to info at the Fill in your business information and you're all set. Get the word out and increase your clientele. Sign up today.
0: Well, welcome back. Thank you for joining us again. You know, um, as we stated earlier, if you know anyone that should be listening to a Burning Love Moment, please tell them about this podcast. So now we are going to wrap it up and we are going to give you some solutions to your issues.
1: Absolutely, uh, Sarita. Time has gone by so fast, but we want to jump right on in there with these solutions. And that is, how about uh, acknowledging acknowledging that there's a problem Mm -hmm. and identifying the
0: problem? So that's the first step, would you say?
1: Oh, it's definitely the first step. With anyone in recovery, uh, the listeners, we want you to know that you can say that it's a problem. I can say that it's a problem, but the person must say that it is a problem in order for the process to begin in recovery. Yes. Okay? Also, you can seek professional help. Mm-hmm. Okay? Create a strong support group, wouldn't you say? This yes. This Great. Uh, I know that isolation is what our nation uh, and surrounding nations are being faced with. But even in that small networking, right, even in your home, in your family, create Mm -hmm. a support group, get involved in your local support group. If one or two um, uh, treatment, uh, day treatments are available where you can go in and have group sessions, group uh, NA and AA meetings, do join that. Uh, be accountable to someone in your recovery. I yeah. love this one because a lot of people don't think that they won't get healed because they still jacked up themselves. But if you really want to get some healing, start pouring out in somebody else and living what you're pouring out in that individual. The word of God said we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So yeah. when you start sharing what you're doing and pouring in somebody else and living in that, yeah. your full recovery will come come to, uh, to part. Um, rely on God Almighty mm-hmm. to live a wholesome life. Yes, that is the icing on the cake. Right
3: yes, yeah.
1: Cause guess what? You can get in this recovery, and we can, you are, you heard uh, Pastor Serena testimony seven years, and went right back into until God totally set her free, and yes. that's with all of us. It takes God Almighty to orchestrate everything in our lives. He said, "In Him we live, move, and have our being."
0: That's right. Guess
1: what? I can get my recovery today and be good. But if I ain't got God Almighty bringing that wholesome in my life and giving me the nutrients that I need to continue this lifestyle of wholesome living from drug use and alcohol use, guess what? I may just. And I want to say this too, uh, uh, Pastor Sarita. If Mm -hmm. you are in recovery and you're hearing our voices and hearing what we're sharing, you know, make this your lifestyle. Yes. If you haven't incorporated God in, in your um your, your healing process, your decision of being clean and sober, invite them in so that you can enjoy the peace as Sarita described, and as I know as well, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding that will nurture you and give you the strength and the ability to have that life that you so designed. I wanted yes. to share that, Pastor Sarita.
0: That is so, so helpful, um, Dr. Shipman. I just thank you for your time today. I thank you, Dr. Shipman, for just pouring into the individual. And I love the solutions that you gave. First, acknowledge that there is a problem. Mm -hmm. That is going to be your first step into recovery is that you say, you know what? My life is a mess. I need help. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think that is such a mature decision when you know that you are struggling with drug abuse and addiction and you realize that you need help. And Dr. Shipman, she said is seek professional help. There is help out there burning love outreach we're here to help you we'll do whatever we can to help Dr Shipman she offers one on one counseling to individuals, you can reach out to her she's willing to help you and you just need to create that strong support group so please take these nuggets that that she has given us today and that you get involved in a local support group so that you can have that support and accountability to someone because you know when we don't account to anyone have accountability to anyone it's easy to slip off that's it's awesome. easy to fall back into what you're trying to recover from. So accountability to someone is very helpful for you. And, uh, and, and not last, but not definitely not least, rely <laughs> on God Almighty to live a wholesome life. So Dr. Shipman has given us some great nuggets today. This has been an awesome segment. We thank you all for that. Listening to a burning love moment. And our next podcast, we're going to continue on talking about drug addiction and abuse, but we are going to focus in on triggers, things that trigger you to usage. And that is going to be an excellent topic. Please make sure you join us for that.
1: Absolutely, Uh, Sarita. I can't wait. I love talking about triggers because people have to open up to talk about what really triggers them. It can be yes. walking around in the, in the yes. neighborhood that they it just sparks something, just small things. So I cannot wait for that topic. Thank you, uh, uh, Pastor uh, Sarita, for allowing the listener to gain all this wealth of information. And we trust in God that transformation has already began. The work has already began. And now yes. it is so great to see the results and hear the results as we will hear them as the day come. Well, listeners- yes. You can always find um, um, me at all the social networking. But first of all, I want you to know for all your recovery support and other life concerns, Mm
3: -hmm. and you
1: don't know where to start, and you need that extra support, please visit us at our website. Do not allow these strongholds and the things that we're facing in our nation right now to utilize it as an excuse, but reach out to burning love outreach and also me dr sylvia shipman com, and you also can also of of course contact us because everybody's not on the internet but you can also contact us by telephone and that is 877-360-1177 you can also like dr shipman sylvia shipman on Instagram and Facebook. (laughs) Yes, subscribe to us on LinkedIn and certainly connect with us on Clubhouse. We would love to have you partner with us as well. You know, this work is never ending. There's always pouring out and doing to make other people's lives easy. So by giving a donation to help us end the addiction crisis by changing lives with quality care and commitment. It's been a joyful time being with you today, and I look forward to our next episode. God bless you all.
0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Dr. Shipman, for letting the listeners know how to contact you. And for speaking engagements where I share how I overcame years of addiction to crack cocaine, having numerous warrants issued for my arrest, please visit our website at burningloveoutreach.org. You can comment on the page, submit a prayer request, give a testimony or praise report. And we, too, would also love for you to partner with us by giving um, either a one-time donation or you can become one of our monthly donors as we come together monthly to reach out to the homeless and marginalized in our community, those who are afflicted with drug abuse issues. And you can like Burning Love Outreach on Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe to us on YouTube and LinkedIn. And remember, don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Thank you for joining us for another episode of A Burning Love Moment.